Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Three dudes with a view. Rainy Wednesday. It was supposed to rain yesterday, but it's raining today. It's gloomy, rainy out there. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has parked the bus and entered the building. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. I'm hearing a little echo from somewhere. Maybe me. No, I'm muted. Um... Regular special guest to native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. All right. We've got a couple of county commissioners with us this morning, uh, and uh, I want to introduce them. Uh, first of all, Jerry Bridenbaugh, who's the chair of the Murray County Republican Party, and also uh, a member of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, everybody. And let's see, Eric Prevetti is the chair of the Murray County Sorry. Commission. Good morning. Good morning. And Seth Campbell's, we got a room full. Seth Campbell is with us, who's a uh, uh, school teacher in Mount Pleasant, but he's available this week because school's closed. He writes a weekly column, and uh, as does Ron Hart. They're, I'm looking at their columns right now. They appear side by side each week in uh, Main Street, Murray. And uh, Seth takes the liberal progressive point of view. and. Ron takes, uh, I don't know, what, what would you call it, the uh, libertarian funny point of view, <laughs> something something like that. I, I've got two county commissioners here, though, and, and what a lot of people have been talking about everywhere I go uh, is the library board. Uh, and last night, the Murray County Commission appointed two new members to the library board. Uh, Eric Prevetti, who, who were they? So... Uh there were two seats open. One was uh, from Brian McKelvey, who had resigned his position. So this was to fill his position, and that was uh, given to uh, Tracy Voiles out of Mount Pleasant. And she'll be finishing his term, and that is a county term, countywide. Uh, the, the bylaws say you have to have three people from Columbia and, and some from the county and some from Mount Pleasant. So for the city uh, person, uh, that was given to uh, Mamie uh, Hunter Gray. And so this is the Murray County Public Library. Now, Jerry, you were, uh, was there an issue? You know, my understanding is that the issue involved uh, is that there's certain books that some members of the commission wanted to have either to put have them put in a restricted area where you had to uh, they were not were not readily accessible. <laughs> You had to ask for them, and and that was the point of contention. Can is that? Yeah, there were there were some um, book, and I, I hear that echo too. I'm not sure where it's coming from. Um, there were some books that uh, were uh, had materials had uh, narratives in it <clears throat> that many people felt were not appropriate for uncontrolled access to younger ages, and so the the members that were in opposition to that uh, were not asking for the books to be removed, but yet to be put in an area where the access to those books were more restricted to um, older, young adults, even 
possibly over 18. Um, that's kind of taken on a life of its own. But uh, we've seen uh, some of us have seen excerpts from those books, and um, they are they are fairly graphic in their descriptions and um and and so we're talking sexual acts we're talking sexual acts um uh same got it turned on same gender sexual acts um and and so that information um you know we didn't and i say we because i'm i'm included in in that group to a certain extent that we felt that it was inappropriate for um preteens um, and I don't know, many people have been into the children's section of the library. Uh, I've not personally been down there, so I can't speak to that directly. Uh, but um, that it was too accessible to younger ages um, that they shouldn't see that kind of thing. Basically, to be, I mean, you'd put it on the same level as what we, we do with, um, you know, movie ratings and that kind of thing. Um, and it needed to be controlled. Uh, if the parent wants their child to see it, the parent can check out the book and take it home, let their child read it, uh, whatever that may be. But to, to give free access to a child to walk into the library, take the book off the shelf, sit in the library and read it, uh, and then put it back, those kind of things, um, you know, there's, there's, there's just no way to control that unless it's in a restricted area of the library um, where the library staff can uh, monitor uh, the access to it and those types of things. So that's that's become probably the big bone of contention. The individuals that were nominated last night went through uh, a process where their applications were shared with all of the admin committee first and then with the entire commission after that. So everyone had an opportunity to read the same documents, to make phone calls, to talk to the same individuals, uh, to make the nominations. We tried to make it <clears throat> in this instance as broad and as inclusive as possible to give everybody a chance. And of course there were individuals there last night um, that uh, that spoke their piece as well. And so, um, you know, that that was it's kind of taken on a life of its own in that respect. But uh, some of the accusations that are flying around, uh, I won't speak to that because I can't speak for another commissioner. I can't speak for another elected official. Uh, but I can tell you that the the primary uh, concern was that the access was just too free and open to the younger ages to this type of material. Okay. Now you, and, now you rope off a section for the dirty books. You're going to send all the boys right to it. You need to make them work for it. <laughs> make them read other stuff to get to it. And there the libertarian speaks. That, uh, hey, Jerry, you, you talk about a lot of people. You know, Murray County's got about 100,000 people uh, living here. How many people actually called you about the library situation? How many? Well, give me a number. I didn't receive any phone calls, but I received, and I don't have an exact number, uh, Jim, as far as the number of emails that I received. I, I will back that up. I received a few phone calls, but not many. Most of the communications I got were of the email variety where people uh, took the time to to type out their uh, concerns uh, on both sides, I received um, I received encouragement uh, from both sides of uh, I say both sides, but individuals that wanted to leave it the way that it was, and individuals that wanted the more restricted access. So, okay, um, my point is that you got a small number of people dictating how to run the county, which is not proper. 
I, mean, I disagree with that. That's no, things, I, I disagree with that. There's not that, a lot of that right, people need to speak up. Chairman Eric Peretti of the Murray County Commission is he disagrees with you, Mr. York. I disagree with you. Uh, yes, it's a small volume of people that are doing it, but the availability of all to do it is there. They either choose not to do it or don't do it. So I encourage everyone to speak up and send us emails. Myself personally, I received two phone calls and two emails. You're right. It's a small number of people that speak up. Some people, a lot of speak up. It depends on the issue. Uh, when it's the Duck River, we were flooded by emails and phone calls. When it's impact And that's proper, uh, uh, Mr. Prevetti. That's proper when you get a, a large number of the population saying this needs to be t- uh, some action needs to be taken on. But when you got a small number of people dictate the policies and the procedure of what a library has been doing all its life, taking care and providing information to children. I don't think they are letting kids go in areas that they shouldn't be. And then you all take action like it's a dire need to do it. That's and, that's ridiculous. And, and Ms. York, I'm gathering that you're opposed to restricting the access to the books. I think the library has plenty of mechanisms to restrict keeping young people out of the area. Okay, yeah, now, I'm, I'm curious, Jerry. A little bit like dirty dancing. Well, are we, but we're not. I mean, I think it's important to distinguish. We're not talking that these kids aren't checking out Playboy magazines and 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 pornography. They're what, what are what's in these books? Like that's what I want to figure out. What are we restricting? I, 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 I wish I, I, I wish I, I could look at Seth. I, I, I went and looked at mouths just on the second floor, and there's drawings of people that don't have clothes, but the drawings you can't distinguish book. the gender on that in those in mouths. You can't even distinguish the gender in the book, and they want to ban that book. Well, I'm not sure. No, no, well, let, let, let's back up just a minute. First of all, were the candidates Jerry, uh, Eric, were were the various candidates uh, either committed or not committed? Was their position on uh, making the books have restricted access, was that known to the commission? They did not. I'm sorry, Derek. I didn't make that a litmus test. When I spoke to individuals, I didn't ask them, are you going to restrict these books or not restrict these books? Um, I spoke to them in broader terms of their vision for the library services for the entire county. Uh, I let them speak, and Miss Voyles, one of our candidates, was there last night, and I thought she spoke very well about her concern um, to do that. Now, as you speak to individuals, you you can get a feel for um, you know what their their moral and ethical beliefs are uh but personally and i can't speak for any other commissioner that spoke to any of these other candidates but as far as using are you going to restrict this book or that book uh, i didn't use that as a litmus test and i'll add to that that at the admin committee meeting we had other applicants that had turned in paperwork that were allowed to speak but they didn't speak about themselves they went off on this tangent or that tangent not talking they weren't selling themselves as to why i should be on the library board and it didn't help their cause one bit the the point of what, being what kind of tangents do you mean eric well i mean they just weren't talking about themselves the point of that was to speak about themselves hi i'm so and so i live at so and so i've done so and so i've served on this i've done that i've done the other um, it was not about that. It was it, it was it was about books, or it was about you know discrimination, or it was about you know hate, or it was about racism, or it was about you know they weren't talking about the topic at hand, which was to speak about themselves 
to be appointed to this board. Okay, now, now, folks, what what I gather here, though, is that up until now, you know, the, the many years have gone by and hardly anybody's taken any interest in who's on the library board, uh, that in the past y'all have had a hard time scraping up people who would serve on the library board, and now all of a sudden you have all these applicants and it's a hot-button issue in the county. Have I got that right? It, it has turned into that, and part of that is is the way – that society is moving um you see a lot more coverage you see a lot more um just to be blunt about it you see a a lot more promotion of same-sex relationships and transgenderism on on television and print media and those kind of things and it's it's becoming so prevalent in the in the social atmosphere that that has bled over to a certain extent into uh the public library and so some people have a concern some it did it has caused and i i'll follow along with what eric said like here just a few minutes ago and we were talking before the show the individuals that spoke in opposition last night never once opposed any of the candidates or their qualifications it was generic um, comments about uh, censorship and and you know, whether or not we wanted to ban these books or take them off the shelves or anything like that. But not one individual spoke in opposition of the candidate or the appointees themselves. And one of them started yep, cursing. Eric, Eric Prevetti, chair of the commission. What? One of them started cursing, and I won't have that. I mean, that ends that ends your public comment. The, this is in a, in a, a commission meeting. Band. Yeah. Correct. And a you know, I mean, we have a library. You know, can you curse? Sorry, do, yeah. <laughs> you get I mean, it's just I mean, you know, we have we, you know, we have rules and we have decorum, and that, and that needs to be followed. Uh, someone brought in a sign. Our rules specify no signs before the meeting started. I said, I see that some signs were brought in. I'm giving you the chance to remove them now, or we'll have them removed. And they took them out. You know, they did the right thing, but they brought them in covered where you couldn't see it, which just scared me right there. I'm like, get it out of here before it even. Hey, Eric, gets. I got a question. Did somebody renounce their citizenship last night? I I, I don't know anything about. I wasn't there but I, I saw something on facebook that you had someone renounce their citizenship so i'm still looking into that you're over here flashing do we need to it's at your discretion okay well, really, can you, have you got a quick answer you want well, no, to no, be, no, i don't big, have, we're looking at it's being looked into i don't know the answer it, okay, was, it was brought okay. to me 30 seconds before the meeting started that's a lot night. to drop on you yeah, yeah. And, and you know and i'm like uh uh you know so, right, so let, let's go to the other side and see what you know <laughs> seth we'll figure out what happened there buddy Palestine. So, uh, yeah, that was brought. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Life gets busy, and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm, and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. So rainy Wednesday out there. My name is Delta Kennedy. I'm Tuesday. 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 Oh, Tuesday. thank you, Clay. Good. Yeah, let, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. He's, he's, just ready. An, he's another... ready for holiday. He's ready for turkey. <laughs> you getting old, Delta? <clears throat> uh, nah, just a Biden moment, you know. <laughs> oh, you know. There we go. He's ready, All right, he's ready for the holiday. It sounds like a Delta moment to me. I have. Uh, well, fair enough, Miss York. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so it is raining. Yes, it is. And it all, it's also Tuesday. Um, we've got a crowd this morning. But we've got two members of our Murray County Commission with us. And so uh, I've I, I, I got the opportunity to learn about what's going on in Murray County, the Murray County Commission. And so uh, that's what we're going to do because that's that's what we like to do here at Front Porch Radio. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Great birthday celebration last night, right? <laughs> what, oh, uh, Joe Biden's? Yeah, okay. Actually, let me, let me add to that. I'm so talking about a, Sheila Butt. Yeah, there was a birthday celebration last uh, night. Yeah. So I, I actually uh, uh, I sent her a message this morning. So yesterday was her birthday. Uh, that's our county mayor, Sheila Our Butt. county mayor, Sheila Butt. All right, we're hearing and, from Eric Prevetti, who's the chair of the commission. Yes, right? sir. And so anyhow, I told her, I said... Uh, if I'm asked in the future what one of my accomplishments was uh, as chairman of the board, I'm going to sit here and say that last night I was able to get the left and the right and the middle to all join together in unity and sing happy birthday to the mayor. It was for a fleeting moment, but everybody was in agreement and everybody was, it was all harmony and it was all great. So, yes, we celebrated the mayor's birthday last night. World, world peace and keep coming out for about, for about 45 seconds. Yes. It, well, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't sung moment. well, but it was sung. It was sung, <laughs> yes. It all was. right, let's introduce everybody, and that's, that's great. But, uh, regular special guest to Ron Hart, native son of Columbia, uh, left and went out in the wide wide world and it's great he's got a column in about 50 or 60 platforms um you know worldwide now and but his column more importantly appears right alongside of seth campbell's um in main street murray's each week and uh, both seth and ron are, are followed closely here in murray county ron good morning good morning and uh the person whose column appears side by side with uh Ron, Ron being the conservative columnist and Seth being the liberal progressive columnist, Seth Campbell's with us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. Now, our two commissioners who are with us, first, Eric Prevetti, who is chair of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. And Jerry Bridenbaugh, chair of the Murray Republican Party and also a member of the... Uh, He's chair of the admin committee. Chair of the admin committee and member of the Murray County Commission and uh, chair of the Murray County Republican Party as well. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning on this this oh, what the song in Oklahoma. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Now, of course, the admin committee was uh, tasked with uh, these uh, 
candidates for the library board and ultimately y'all voted on two and nominated two last night and would it be fair to say that the the big brouhaha was about uh books in the library uh, being given a more restricted access books that depicted sexual acts and seth i think who was it over the break was talking that that one of the books depicts uh, a sexual act between uh, an adult man and a preteen boy. Did y'all tell me that? I, I, well, I made that comment, Doc, and I, I, it was either a preteen or an early teen boy. I, it's been a while since I've read the the excerpt, but it was a a young male with an an older male, and the the story was graphic in how it occurred and then how he was congratulated by his peers for taking that step into adulthood and it was it was very descriptive on how it occurs all right let's hang let's hang on to that for a minute and it would be fair to say eric and jerry that it's expected that uh these two new board members will support a more restrictive access uh, rather than apparently what is the current policy, which is sort of an open shelf access, <clears throat> that the that y'all expect the new board members will, the library board of Murray County will will uh, support more restrictive access to these books. So I guess it was last well, two months ago. I was actually appointed to the library board as a non-voting liaison to the county. Okay, there. and so I uh, attended my first meeting last. Uh, I guess maybe it was three weeks ago, and then part of the discussion, there was a special called meeting for the library board to appoint, or I'm sorry, to recommend the appointments that they wanted to come back or that they wanted to use. But in that, there was a discussion that at the first part of the year. Uh, rules committee is going to be set up and, and everything, bylaws, everything is going to get a complete uh, review and, and look over and see if what changes need to be looked at that need to be more permanent or, or what's going to happen going forward. This, this is so, the library board. This is the library board itself. Okay. Yes. Well, but my question is, though, these two, now who are the two people that you uh, nominated and confirmed to the library board last night? Tracy Voiles, out of Mount Pleasant. And she's assuming a county role, and then Mammy Hunter Gray, and she's assuming a city of Columbia role. And so, again, Jerry, Eric, whoever, I'm assuming that the expectation of the commission is that, uh, you know, the the controversy, as I understand it, is that, that these books are currently just on a shelf. Where that, that's are. not entirely accurate, is it? They're not just on the shelf. They are restricted in some They way. are restricted. Yes. They have, yeah, they, I mean, th- okay. those particular that's, books have been pulled. And some have been stolen, correct? I don't I don't know. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, uh, from what I've seen, that <laughs> some, some have been... And, teenagers got them. Yeah, the teenagers got them. They, they got I guarantee you not... So there, more people will read those books now because of this and everyone oh, before. absolutely, Ron. Yeah, and Ron, I want to. Yeah, all right. Let, but let me just sort of try to set it up. So, I, I take it though the expectation is that these two new members, the expectation of the commission is that these two new members would favor uh, a more restrictive access to these uh, materials, books at the library. Is that? I would say that's probably correct. I mean, I can't speak for everybody on the commission. I'm only one vote. Jerry is only one vote. Everybody else is one vote. There have several that have been extremely vocal as to what their intentions are. You can listen to the uh, meetings online and and go through all that. Um, But I would say that is probably a reasonable assumption, yes. Okay. 
I, you know, I, I personally am sort of like Ron Hart. I, I'm, I just want to get children to read. Uh, and, uh, and so, I, particularly, I mean, the 12-year-olds have got a phone in their pocket these days. They, yeah, they, they can get anything they want on their phone. They can get anything they want on there. I mean, you know. Well, it is anything. It is interesting what you said about the I – don't, I don't know about stolen or anything like that, but – it was my understanding that this particular book had not been checked out in some time and that it was actually on the list to be purged from the inventory because of non-usage. Right. And once attention got brought to it, it started getting checked and everybody out. Everybody wanted to see it. You know, right. but, it got but popular. My, my, my general attitude is, you know, they can get access. I mean, why focus on the library? I mean, they teenagers or preteens i mean you know all we could get our hands on were playboys back in the day but we we we, we found them you, you got know. them they had, they had uh, brown you couldn't get them at home delk your friends gave them till you didn't <laughs> uh, we used to sneak out and go up to the quick sack and just read them off the shelves you know but it, anyway the uh uh my attitude is you know let let the children read what yeah. they have an intellectual curiosity to read uh, however if you're if you're if you're crossing the line into pedophilia, uh, now that's uh, that's a whole nother. It's a whole different ballgame. It is a whole yeah. different yeah. ballgame. And, right. and I think Let there us, has to be a distinction there between yeah, well, something Seth, like that's what I want to do is go around the room. And, Seth, you go first. Ask it, it, questions or make a statement. Well, Let's I, see what I, I, I think it's important that there's a distinction between, and I don't know what that book is, between pedophilia and uh, homosexuality. And I don't think we can group you know homosexuality themes in books into that into that into that pedophilia group or anything like that because if we we're gonna i mean there's 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 gay folks out there and you know they want to check out books there's teens who feel that way or who want to explore you know explore those feelings they want to go check out books there's nothing wrong with that and we need to yeah, we, I, we, we I, don't I need to throw those kids back into the closet i mean because 50 60 years ago they were talking about like that with interracial relationships right and that's i mean so times have changed we know everyone in here knows someone who's homosexual and when they were a teen maybe they wanted to check out a book yeah, I mean, Seth, I I personally have got no problem with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying uh, as, as far as homosexuality is concerned. And, and uh, they're definitely confused teenagers out there who don't try, know what they're thinking. Trying to, yeah. trying to figure out what their sexual orientation is. And that's that's all good uh but when you go if, if it crosses the line to pedophilia now that's a that's, absolutely that's a, you that, that's, that's a that, yeah that's obscene that's obscene that's that, 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 that has no place to be published in general much that's less. a hard line yeah, yeah. that's uh, i don't know what that book is either i mean but yeah. it, I, I would it, have to no. go back into my emails to yeah. find the excerpt to get you the title but i'll i'll make it a point sometime over the thanksgiving weekend to oh, do that so. I, I, I believe you jerry yeah. i'm just saying I don't, well i understand but yeah. we're on pub you know we're on radio yeah. people are going to ask and so if i can if I still have it, I'll go back and find it. All right, Ron, I, you, you've indicated all through the show that you're, you know, for giving the kids access to the books. Uh, what say you, or what yeah, question do you human have? Human nature. I agree with Seth. I mean, you tell me I can't read something, I'll say, by God, I want to go read it. <laughs> Make me read something, I won't do it. Uh, so I think there's, there's a, and unintentional consequences here. But uh, think about the, you know, the classic antiquities of, you know, of the Greece and, you know, Plato and, Athenas and those those people, you know, they, they they had a lot going on in that space as well. So I, I just don't think you restrict it. I, I think it's silly to, to do that. And it makes the town just just from an outsider looking into Columbia, which is I love. I love Columbia. 
makes it seem a little petty, a little the thing. It feeds a narrative of a southern town trying to you know, outlaw dirty dancing and, and whatever. So I, I think I, I would avoid it if I were y'all and stop making it such a big issue because again, cell phones have everything you, you know any kid would want on it, and they they can get this information. You're just calling their attention to it. It makes people look petty, in my view. Yeah, and Ron, I'm agreeing with what you're saying as well. It seems like a tempest in a teapot to me. Uh, and, uh, you know, there are other public issues that probably deserve a lot more attention. But what about if the books do cross into pedophilia? Uh, I mean, should those books? They- yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's like the Supreme Court ruling, you know, like on, on pornography. Uh, you know what you see. it. Everybody has a different temperament on that. I mean, you look at the movies on Netflix and, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's out there. I think in many ways you got to warn kids against it. If I was there, maybe see what the male adult above 18 was checking out that book. <laughs> maybe put a tell on them. And I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's one of those things in your life I think you just don't deny people. I mean, 12-year-old boys reading about that, I, I don't know that they do that. If you rope it off and tell them they can't read it, I think they're going to go right to it. Okay, Clayton, what say you, man? Well, it's time to take a break, and let's uh, let's take a break and come back and keep going around, and keep this discussion going. This is a good discussion, and uh, it's happening now with our Murray County Commission. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I wish I may, I wish I might, have the wish I wish tonight. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. We want to make all your wishes come true. Ladies, let's face it, sometimes we need to give a little help to our loved ones. Tillis Jewelry makes it easy and Christmas is right around the corner. It's the perfect time to stop by and put your favorite vintage, colored gemstone jewelry, or the all-time favorite, diamond jewelry on your wish list. Then leave the rest to us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for our latest creations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today yeah. 
this is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right, we got a room full today, and we're talking about uh, Murray County and the Murray County Commission. We're very lucky to have with us two members of the Murray County Commission. The commission met last night, uh, and uh, among other things, considered appointment of two new members to the library board, which they did, the Murray County Library Board. Uh, they also did uh, appointments to the Murray County Hospital Board, uh, a vacant constable's position, and other things that are part of the county's business that they uh, did last night. And uh, you got to thank them for their service. I'm sure that they, like any other job of that type, they get their phone rings off the wall when people are mad, and uh, people rarely come up and say, oh, great job. Thanks for the great job you're doing. So uh, thank y'all for doing that. Uh, it's uh, and, and you were down there, you know. Herding cats. Herding cats, Eric Brevetti <laughs> says. All right, let's introduce our regular guest, Ron Hart, native son, famous son of Columbia. Ron, good morning. Good morning. 
And uh, Seth Campbell is with us. We're delighted to have him whenever we can get him. He's a school teacher, and he takes the progressive uh, point of view. His column appears opposite Ron Hart's each week in Main Street. Murray, Seth Campbell, good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. All right, and our two commissioners, uh, first Jerry Bradenbaugh, who is a Murray County commissioner, chair of the admin committee, uh, and also chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, everyone. And Eric Prevetti, who is the chair of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. We're talking about – y'all were getting into – you had somebody show up. This triggered my interest to – just to complete what Seth was talking about, somebody who said that they were a sovereign citizen. Folks, they actually spoke to the commission. So, all right. We are a body of rules. I mean, you understand right. that. We yeah, have well, let's don't, let's don't well, spend I'm, much time on sovereign no, I, I, citizens. I, yeah, right, yeah, but I'm just saying, in our rules, it specifies, and it's 13.3. No, I'm sorry, that's the one about the signs. In our rules, it specifies that to speak to the commission, you must be a citizen of Murray County. And this fellow says... And, well, he didn't say that. Documents were presented showing that he had done such. Renounced his citizenship. Okay. And so based on that, he we didn't let him speak. And that was just the end of it. Now, you, now I you can't spare more- yourself. I've heard these folks. Folks, sovereign citizens, they, I don't know. They connect on the Internet or something. They claim that they're not citizens. They're sovereign citizens, so they don't have to pay taxes or pay Social right. Security or pay federal income taxes. As a federal prosecutor, I used to prosecute them all the time. They are loony tunes. And, uh, and the and, odd thing is, and he you were, ran for office here before, and well, then, and then renounced his citizenship yeah, after running for office. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys were. I think you absolutely did the right thing. You were spared. Uh, I've heard the speeches from sovereign citizens before, uh, and I don't know that that's what he was going to say. Like I said, it was brought to me thirty seconds before the meeting started last night, and I've not read the full document yet. So you know, as my Understanding, you have to send this to Congress, and 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 I've understand he's sent it to the president, and Trey Haggard, state uh, secretary of state here, and uh, California, and all these different places. But I don't know all the facts yet. But that's what transpired there last night, and so well, based on that, you know, as a federal prosecutor, I had to prosecute them all the time because they claim that as sovereign citizens, they don't have to pay federal income taxes. <laughs> well, if, if I may, if, if I can add to the last discussion to what was talked about to kind of close, yeah, that Eric, one go out. ahead. Yeah. All right. So we have, to, and so. You know, basically, this boils down to that this is this is political, and so when what's when, political the, the library business okay. about the books in the library, right? And okay. so and, and so you go through your election cycles, and in this cycle, we have a very heavy heavy conservative commission, okay? And so that's the majority, and so the other side likes to scream and holler. Well, when it's the other way around, then the other side again likes to scream and holler. So that that's the phase that we're in. But the thing to remember is that the commissioners that have brought these actions and have said all this, they were elected by the public. The the public voted and the public spoke. Yep. And so and so they're doing what there, when I when I ran for commission for the first time, for me it was getting the new Central High School built. It was getting the eighty one Act passed so that we changed our financial system because of all the corruptions that I saw beforehand. Everybody's got a motive. Everybody has an agenda. And they are elected officials, and they're allowed to speak, and, and this is what they've brought, and this is what got voted on, and this is what's transpired. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, 
if there's opposition to that, then those people need to run for office next time. Eric, I I hear what you're saying. The people who are saying, you know, this is ridiculous. The, you know, books ought to be made available, and this is a, you know, a minor issue and a waste of everybody's time. Uh, Have to remember, I mean, we had what 15 out of 22 commissioners, 15 new ones, correct, are brand new, and you know, your point is well taken. This is what their constituents are talking to them about. It's and uh, they're trying to. They're trying to accomplish the will of their various districts. And uh, so, uh, yeah, you got to take that into account. Mr. York, I, I, you've spoken a little bit about this, but do you have a question or a statement, a statement about this? Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, but I, I think, first of all, Eric and, and, and Jerry, I think that rule of being a citizen of Murray County it, is misguided because if you have people living in Lewis County that are affected by something happening in Murray County, they can't even come to Murray County and complain about it. That's one thing. The other thing I want to say about the books, the biggest problem is that we've got a small number of people provoking change in what's been going on for years. You know, there might be a book in there about a person who was uh, engaged in some kind of activity, a pedophilia activity, by a minister or a teacher or somebody of, of rapport. And, and what better documentation is there to allow a kid to read the book of how that happened so they don't fall in the same trap? There are a lot of reasons why books are in the library, and I think the moral values of people in the community are steadfast enough that they teach their kids what to do and when to do and not do things that are detrimental to them. So you again, this drug, this book ban in policy, it is not any better than the drug ban in policy. This is society. This is what's going to happen. But I don't think they need to be banning books or taking books out of library. Library has been doing things for years to try to restrict the age and uh, of kids getting books. So I just think you're wasting your time on something that that you don't need to be. We've got a lot of other problems in Murray County that we can be taken care of. You're right, but they are elected mm-hmm. officials, and they are entitled to bring those items to the commission when it's our appropriate meeting time. Yeah, yeah. when you got two people call you and you start a brouhaha about a, a, a department of the county commission that's been operating in good stead for years and years and years, that doesn't make any sense. You really need to get back to the fundamental role of a public library, which is where winos and vagrants go to the bathroom. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Oh, well, and man. that you know, and and, and let, let, let me let me say that. So after that board meeting that I went to a couple weeks ago, there were security issues in the past. There were homeless issues that were under the staircases. We heard stories of people going in and using the bathroom to take shower and clean themselves, hygiene and that kind of stuff. And so uh, the commission did vote. We put in additional cameras out there, additional security. Uh, we have deputies that randomly make rounds through the library, and I am happy to say that uh, after talking to the librarian um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, she said that it is much better there, that they don't have those same problems. Um, so so it, it, it is safer there. Not, not that it was unsafe, but, I mean, they were scared to walk to their cars at night because – 
you know, it gets dark at 2 o'clock now, but, <laughs> it, you know, when the library closes and they go out, that, that they do feel – you know, safer than it was. So that that is something the commission did do was allocate funds for more uh, security cameras, and we requested that the uh, deputies have more of a presence out there. They got yeah. more problems around the Columbia P- Power and Water System because they had to have they have an armed guard walking around that building there. <coughs> oh, I don't know. I, well, there's I, a lot of equipment out well, in that parking lot too. I, but I, I, well, I, well, I, I know um, because they had cars broken into, and 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 their employees yeah. couldn't even eat lunch in their cars. So well, there's well, a lot of crime yeah. in other areas besides the library. Well, well I mean, and, that's you know, when you have growth, you have the good growth, and you and also yeah. have you know yeah. more of the bad growth come in. It's it's just part of growth. Period. And, and let me I, respond to part of that, and then I'm going to yeah, I'm going to go ahead, Jerry. Bed, but uh, to First off, to say that two people were pulling the strings and controlling the commission is an absolute misstatement. Um, Eric and, and Delk both make a good point that our constituents voted us into office. They knew, uh, I believe my constituents knew my conservative beliefs. They knew who I was, and I tried to speak with them, and I think all of our candidates did that. And and the folks that elected us to represent them, uh, we're trying to do that in the best uh, the best that we can. There's also, I keep hearing the word book banning, thrown, or the phrase book banning thrown around. And that's not what we're trying to do. We're not. We understand the library has a process of removing books that are not in circulation. Uh, that's not the point. The point is to restrict access because Jim makes a, a point in one respect that an informational book that warns of things like pedophilia and and even you know drug and alcohol use and that kind of thing. That's one thing. That's informative. But we have crossed the line in certain instances from a warning type of document to a promotional type of document and that's what we're concerned with jerry i think the best the biggest indoctrination comes from children's friends and that that's been studied year after year after year oh peer influence of course oh absolutely mr york mr york is against suppressing you know any opinions except conservative opinions on twitter facebook places like that that's that's okay um well, I, I, and let me jump on that real quick. I don't know, you know, I, I'm all for people having conservative opinions and beliefs. I just am not necessarily for, unless it's in extreme cases, the restriction of information and and books, um, any which way, whether you're taking them off the shelves or you're, I, I mean, I know somebody in this um, argument is for book banning. If they don't agree with it, they've they've been very public with, with um, if themes of the book don't align with their values, they would, they, they want the book's gone um and, and i don't think that's a conservative belief at all i think if we look at history when books are being pulled and books in some cases throughout history being burned i, I just don't think that aligns with conservative beliefs yeah well I, we were all making- and I, i'm not here to talk about concern i mean i'm not the one to preach on conservative beliefs but i just think that more information the better let kids learn yeah anywhere a country starts burning books or banning books what happens that follows is never good in the history of mankind. It's never good. Clayton, you've got young teenage children. What, what? Well, I said it a few months ago, and I'll say it again. I didn't realize we even had a library board uh, <laughs> until a few months ago, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a question. I, I, I just wonder how many teenagers we actually have that go and use the library. You know, I mean, I, I know I know my kids are younger. They're, uh, I got a couple of teenagers, and uh, – where they go to school, they don't really have to go to the library. But my younger kids, uh, they do have to go to the library for projects and other things. Um, but, you know, I, I really don't. 
obviously anything with pedophilia in it, not 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 a fan. Uh, obviously, don't want um, kids to get get a hold of any of that material. But um, I, I I really don't know much about the issue other than um, I know it's been a very hot topic over the last couple of months. And um, so your teenage children, our young teenage children, they don't go to the library. Mm-mm. Okay. Can I switch to some good news? For yeah, Eric, go for it, because we only got a couple minutes. So All right, go. so some Eric good news. Yeah. So, so for those that don't know it, there's a program that the uh, reserve officers at the Sheriff's Department do every year. It's a Shop with a Cop program. Great program. And basically, all the SR, there's an SRO in every school, and those SROs, they meet and they know their kids, and, and there's kids that just would not have a Christmas if it weren't for what these guys do. So they have a fund. They have the rodeo every year, and that funds that. Well, the county commission, we passed a couple of hats over the past couple of weeks, and we were able to uh, – we, we also uh, – we were able to raise $1,722 for the Shop with a Cop program. That's fabulous. That's so uh, – and, and I'll go ahead and, and plug in. We had uh, uh, Gabe Howard actually match that donation, so uh, that doubled – you know, actually, well, the 1722 is – the doubling of that so uh, hats off to him for doing that we also passed a hat for the veterans service office to help them does to service the veterans because if anybody if there's if things didn't need to be done for it it's, it's the veterans around here they're we, the folks right across the street and we raised we raised 652 dollars for them Wonderful. so so the other piece of good news here is that the county commission does not meet in the month of december this has been one of the most stressful years of my life. It's been, it, it, well, two years being the chairman, it's 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 definitely t- it takes a toll on you. And and I'm honored to serve, and I'm glad that I'm allowed to serve. But uh, we got December off, so uh, you won't hear anything out of us until January. All right, we'll see you in January. All right, well this this just in uh, the uh, turkey, the Thanksgiving turkey for the White House uh, has been refused its traditional pardon. After photos emerge of it attending January 6th. I knew where that was. <laughs> I, I knew. I saw you setting that up, and I, did, I just didn't know which direction oh, it was man. going. But there, you, there you go. Martin Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, well, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And, and commissioners, thank you for keeping us up to date on what's going on at the commission. And uh, uh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Thank you, John. Fierce, we've been